Right on radio. Right on radio. And welcome to Right on Radio. This is New Year's Day. 2020 is finally gone. Many of you are so thankful to see it gone. But 2020 was a year of vision. And 2021 is going to expose even more because we are watching the systematic fall of the deep state, the deep church, and the Luciferian cabal. But yes, the Luciferian cabal has been trying to confuse you all by painting everything as a fairy tale. You have Disney cartoons and movies and all these things, and it's never a nuclear family. There's never a mother and a father. There's always some distress. There's murder. There's all these different things that happen, but yet it's supposed to be some wild fairy tale that everyone wants to grow up and live in. Today, we're going to talk about a fairy tale that was happening in the Netherlands. And if you caught our Music in Motion special edition that happened about a week ago, Marion and Marjolein were on and they were teasing this story that came in. It came out of Revelation and they sang a little song about it, which was so well done. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. We're going to be getting into some more prospects for the future. Of course, we're recording this in the future because it is New Year's Day when you're seeing this and everyone was saying Happy New Year, except for me. Last night, I was saying Happy New Beer. But that is a different story. (laughs) Let me bring on Jesse first. Jesse, Happy New Year to you. Happy New Beer to you, Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> I've been using that line for years, Jesse. <laughs> I've never heard that before, but... <laughs> I did come up with it. I did come up with it. So, Jesse, this is going to be a great time because it is your partners in the fight. They are from Illuminate the Darkness. Remember, visit Illuminate the Darkness and Illuminate Your Mind. We have... Marion and Marjolein from the Netherlands. Welcome back to Right On Radio. Hello. Hello. How are you doing? Thank you. Happy New Year. <laughs> you can't get it out of your head now, right? No. Oh, I, I cannot lie. I'm, I'm a Christian. I don't lie. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I know it's only better. a lie if you get caught, Marjolein. <laughs> oh, okay, I remember that. No, don't remember that. <laughs> that, that. That came from the pit, I'm telling you. A lie is a lie is a lie. Yeah. All right. So, Marion, tell us how you came upon this story. Or do you want Marilyn to start? Because she had some insight into the spirit world. Because both of you were prayer warriors. So, I'm going to let you decide who's going to start the story, but let's get into it. And Jesse's always going to come in with the spiritual references because Jesse was actually part of this. You guys zoomed her in when you were discovering all this stuff. Am I right? Yes. All right. Where do you want to start? Well, uh, yes. Well, let's start with the spiritual side of it because that is the side that that concerns me the most and that has my interest the most. And um, I was, I I think that the spiritual uh, side is the side where 
if you the approach is the one that you that you can really change things and start to change things mm -hmm. so as a i believe of course in prayer and all the stuff that that you that that this really the start to change things the power of witchcraft and so yeah sometimes you have a a, a, a feeling and there it starts with me it starts with a feeling or with a spiritual awareness that there is something going on and that is was bit the, that was happening with uh, this uh, uh, story there uh, was a connection uh, i felt a connection between the tv show uh, that was in the 80s for children and a, a story about a construction that was in uh, the beginning of the last century um, and uh, the two things uh, i felt there was some kind of connection uh, and that was the roundhouse in uh, Nunspeet uh, in a uh, village here in, uh, in Holland. So this is literally a house that is round? Yes it's literally literally completely round or it was because it's not there anymore but it was and it was in construction in the in the uh, beginning of uh, yeah, 1907. 1907 it was uh, built and there is going a lot of stories around it uh, about uh, yeah evil things and and there was in the 80s there was a tv show and when i saw this tv show no when i heard later on about this roundhouse i always thought i about this tv show it made mm -hmm. it reminded me of the tv show and the tv show was i saw it when i was a, uh, a child and and as soon as I told Mar uh, Marion about this, they say, hey, it always reminds me, those things remind me mm -hmm. of each other. Then she, she immediately immediately re uh, had the same thought. Yeah. So it was a kind of spiritual connection. That, that was the first uh, hunch, hunch, actually. Or and, and so what was this TV show? Describe the show. What was the name of the show? Now, it was, it was in Dutch, I imagine? Yeah, it's um, the TV show is called The Zevensprong. Um, it's a TV series for youth, and it was created in um, 1982. And um, the original story of it. Well, what does the title mean in English? It means the seven-way intersection. Thank you. And um, it was about a. It was made um, according to the story of a book, a youth book that was written in 1966. And um, what it is about is that the main character, a young guy, a teacher, moves to a village somewhere in the Netherlands. And um, he is just starting his work as a teacher in the local school. And he is only getting to know some people in the village because he just lives there since a few weeks. And the people he meets are very peculiar. There is um, a young lady who is all into herbs. There is a man who calls himself a magician. Um, there is a young guy of around 16 and he is really wild and rude and he drives a moped and <laughs> this doesn't sound very cool but anyway this is the Netherlands Fonzie <laughs> yeah. yes yeah so 
so um and and then there are some other characters in this whole story and they all appear to know something that they want to convey to that new teacher and so mystery begins and what they are conveying through the episodes of the series is that there is a little child 10 years old who is held captive at the local castle and um, his evil uncle is holding him in the castle because he wants to force his little nephew to dig up or find a big treasure that was hidden in that castle, supposedly. Now, the people from the village, they want to rescue the little kid and they want to get rid of the evil uncle. And this is what they are doing together and they want to pull the teacher into the story and into the what they call actually the conspiracy to rescue the kid <laughs> and also children from um, the school where the teacher is working are part of the conspiracy so all kinds of adventures and what is happening throughout this story is that you constantly are being challenged to switch between reality and fantasy. And very strange things are being told and they are alluding to certain things that really remind us of mind control. Yeah and of esoteric knowledge like um, Freemasonry and many other things. So, and this, this mysterious power about this series was linking, at least according to us, to what we found out about the roundhouse. And, and now you were just literally going for a walk, a prayer walk, and you stumbled upon this place. Is that right? No, not really, actually. We were on a prayer walk together um, right before the show for um, the song contest of for the Netherlands was going to start. And we were talking about children's songs. This, the, the place where we were walking back there, we were doing a prayer walk there. And yes, it was a place that is also very suspicious because people say that human hunting has been happening there mm -hmm. and torture, but it was a different place. So, Which is like the, the Hunger Games come to life. Yes, exactly. That, what, that kind of place. And we have been praying there and that's where we were comparing our own youth, which was a happy youth and a protected time in our lives with the youth of those children who fell victim to um, those human hunts and um, this is how we got to the songs and the whole tv series plus the book is centered around this one children's song that every ch dutch child knows and that is called the zevensprong we sang that also on that little video on the show with the song contest. So, Jesse, this seven-way intersection, 
sort of thing. Is there any meaning that that, that comes to brings to mind with you? Um, not particularly. Uh, if I mean, you could. Well, I'm just wondering if there was like something that wasn't a stretch, you know, I'm just. Yeah, if you're thinking like stars or like the different, um, like emblems, you know, for the pentagram or the um, emblem for uh, the Star of David or the Star of Solomon, you'd have numbers like, you know, five, six, eight. So seven is kind of an interesting number it usually represents the number for completeness yeah yeah um you know if they're hitting it if they're hiding it sounded like they were hiding that seventh route you it's, know that oftentimes it's just advertised at six so yeah. then you wonder what is why are they hiding the number seven exactly that was um what surprised me too and i found out that the real intersection of six roads that was the inspiration for the writer of the children's book apparently is um, some kind of special place of power in witchcraft i don't know the english term for it so it's six place. roads but they call it a seven-way intersection um well that is another story it is a six-way intersection and but then the writer came and she wrote the book and the book became very famous and um, then somebody had a restaurant right there at that intersection and that person called her restaurant the seven-way intersection simply because of the book and the TV series. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, it would make me think there's maybe a portal there or, you know, another access, a spiritual access point. I believe so. Yes, I believe so. Yeah. Okay, so now you said that you're, you're also the, the story also reminded you of some stuff that was happening in this real life roundhouse that has now been completely demolished and it looks like it was never there. Okay. It was kind of out in the woods a little bit, uh, more isolated. Yeah. Tell me, tell me about the stories from there. Um, yeah, the roundhouse um, was built in 1907. 1907 and um, it was built by somebody called Frank van Vloten and this Mr. Van Vloten was a very dark figure. Um, he was rich and the house was special. It was like in a round shape. It had about three stories and um, a lot happened in that house. Um, the man was popular in a strange way because he was a big employer for the local poor people. Um, he was um, a landscape developer. And um, so many people found work on his estate. But he gave strange assignments that indicated later when people started to research the um, terrain, that it might have been a special place on an old um, Germanic ley line. And um, we have reason to believe that it has been a historical, very old um, Germanic um, place of worship or sacrifice. There was a sacrificing stone 
I think that Mr. Van Vloten had that built. Um, he held rituals in the forest. Um, he abused young children in that house. And um, he had big parties with very rich people. And if you look at the time frame, it, around this, the First World War in Europe, he had parties with people who were his friends and they were actually for the enemy of the Netherlands. They were either German industrials or politicians or um, people from the Netherlands who were really pro-Germany in the wrong time. Hmm. So, and, and, and around this whole thing, Thing. like there is the house there is the dark lord of the house um, there are girls who were held in that house and um, rituals took place that it, it is not really um, a good place and um, yeah you can actually feel it spiritually when you go there we went there today to pray and um, yeah so so we've got this real place, the, the roundhouse that was literally used in this, and, and the, the, they had assignments, you were saying, and then there's a tie-in with the show that had these assignments, and they all had this special message to give. How, how does this all tie in? Uh, walk me through how it kind of ties together. Well, um, we went through that, didn't we? Um, yeah, we we had a few points that were really giving us, yeah, this uh, aha what feeling in the show. Yeah, mean? like like which things are the same in the show, TV show, oh, and in yes. the roundhouse. Yeah, yeah, there were there were similarities. There are things that that there that, that we had a strong association with uh, with things. Um, uh yeah um the, the, they call there were like the the place where the children were um trapped where yeah the staircase yeah, yeah exactly yeah 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 um for example they called uh the in the show they had a name called uh for the for the men uh, the mansion that uh, uh was important there there uh, and it was called the staircase house or something, if you translate it. Yeah, that's the mansion <laughs> yeah. where, where the child was, was held by his yeah, evil yeah. uncle. Yeah, <laughs> and in the roundhouse there was also uh, uh, a staircase and they uh, trapped children. I don't know exactly how they did it, but the, they trapped them between the, the, the staircase. Uh, the bars. The bars, yeah, yes. The balustrade, the really they weird. They put them there and they couldn't get out or something. And then the villagers who worked there, the villagers, yeah. they had to free them. And they locked, even locked this evil count. It was uh, this Van Vloten. He, they locked him, sometimes they locked him in the basements and then they could yeah. free the girls. That's, it's a very yeah. strange story. But yeah, but there was yeah. this connection. There was this connection. And also the song, of course, that was a very strong connection. And do we have to give it all away? <laughs> uh, well, yeah, well, you know, those, those, those points of connection, yeah, they, they, they were points of recognition, um, like a dark lord, children tra trapped in a house, oh, the held by the, and also the carriage, a dark carriage that was used to um, collect um, kids that 
probably were abducted or stolen from parents um, to, to collect them from the station with um, some kind of lady who was collaborating with Mr. Van Vloten. They were brought with um, a tram-like carriage <coughs> to the roundhouse. And lo and behold, in the TV series, there was a dark guy with a dark black coach, horse-drawn, collecting people and bringing people to the staircase manor. What's amazing to me, and I, I just can't help but draw the parallels to Disney with this. Oh, yeah. yeah. Because in, in so many Disney cartoons, as the kids going off in the, you know, the rich person's carriage and going to this mysterious castle or this house or something like that. And and, and so, Jesse, what, what's the enemy telegraphing in, in doing all this? Oh, you're on mute, Jesse. <laughs> um, ironically, you know, a lot of the Disney castles where, you know, you've got the same theme, but it's, it's the round part of the castle, the towers where the princesses are kept. Oh, and, mm -hmm. and uh, so they're all locked away in these towers and then have to be rescued. So it's interesting that you have that circular part of the building mm -hmm. connection in all of these. Um, you know, most of Disney, um, usually it's not men who are the villains. Uh, you know, they'll have an evil witch or an evil queen. Um, so they kind of change that character. So. And yet the, the men, like if there's a father figure, he's feckless. You know, they really, it's almost like this gender bender sort of thing they've been doing for decades. Mm -hmm. Right. Well, they bend just about everything, don't they? Yeah. They turn things around, even. Yeah. yeah it, men are always behind the scenes. Like, you do have wizards, but usually they're the teachers, the instructors, the person who's guiding, leading, you know, in their movies. So. What I found really interesting with um, the TV series of um, The Seven Way Intersection was um, how they alluded to um, DID, dissociative disorder. Um, there was this one character of uh, that, that guy with his moped, you know, <laughs> and um, they had the nickname for the guy that also sounded rough, a Dutch nickname, the Brosum. And uh, so, but the weird thing is, is that the teacher first meets this Rosum guy on his moped first, rough, loud guy, and maybe half an hour later, in, a bit further on in a village, he suddenly runs into the same young guy, and he is all friendly and normal and coherent, and, and, and then the teacher asks, where's your moped? And the guy says, I have no moped, what are you talking about? And, and, and he calls himself Roberto instead of the Brosum. And it's like, is the Brosum your brother then? Uh, I have no brother. No. And so, and that is a constant thing that is coming. Like this Brosum person has two personalities or 
Roberto has two personalities. And then at a certain point, um, they are really steering towards this whole theme of having dual personalities when um, an important character in the story says, actually really on camera with eyes focused on the camera. And she says like, hmm, every um, um, person of value is having at least two character, uh, two personalities. It's and normal. Like, as if it is the, yeah, normal the thing normal. of the world. So Jesse, this reminds me of posture. Yeah, posture and cover lives that you, you've got the evil side and yeah. the evil side or the good side doesn't always know what the other side is doing. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, it was very clear. It was very clear in this TV show. And it was in the 80s. So in, nobody yeah. was talking, was new about these kind of things. Now there is a lot of research on the internet, but by then nobody, in, we, we didn't know no. about those things. No, nobody knew. No, no one was talking about MK Ultra, oh, the Mockingbird media, nothing. Like in 2020 really was a year of vision because everyone's eyes got opened up to so much stuff yeah. in the last year. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so we are really puzzled by this whole thing and, and you know, things that are... You know, they, they play with fantasy and reality constantly. Um, the teacher is really having a rough time being told one thing and then the next minute he's being told the opposite thing and, and, and people were, are like, we didn't say the one thing. We and only so are saying turn the around all the time. And, and you know, and... and there's actually That's, the house of the, the, the what is it? The, the magician is even oh, yeah. having this String. weird name. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's essence and illusion. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. And yeah. then they say, they say things that when I hear it now, when I heard it when I was a kid, when mm. I saw it, I, I just didn't notice that that yeah. was strange. But they say something like, the distinction between essence and illusion is hard to make. That's what you say. Oh, that's, that, that's hard to make. And now I think, no, that's a lie. It's supposed to be not hard to make because Jesus says, they know my voice. You know, the sheep yeah. know my voice. So mm -hmm. you have to, they, what they do, they try to take away the discernment of the spirits, you know, like, mm -hmm. and they say, oh, that's normal because it's hard to make out you know, which is true and which is mm. the, 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 the truth and lies in your, in, in the, in your mind and, and what is that. Yeah. But it's not, it's not, it's, a, it's, they turn it all around. Yeah. And th this, this TV show is filled with these lies, all kinds of lies. And mm. now I'm older, I start to see that more and more. And I say, huh? what, yeah. what are they saying? It's not true. It's not true, but they say it. It's for children. So all the children in Holland who have seen this this TV show when they were ten year old, ten years old, they, it, yeah, well, they are filled with those lies. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and, and it seems that most kids shows are, were like that and are like that. They're they're much worse now, of course, because they're not even hiding it anymore. You know, yeah. everything's about gender and. 
and race and yes yes you know, but this uh, is more subtle i think this is even more subtle this goes more to the to the to the essence to the core yeah you know? this was going really deep to, to, to the core not only that that gender yeah. things and all the a lot of people yeah. can break through that and can see maybe truth also a lot of people are not christians are sick and tired of this gender thing in Holland also but this <laughs> is really yeah. going to the essence to to tell you cannot know what is true or not and no. that is a lie you can know what is true or not and yeah. that is because i have friends i have friends who are christians and are always complaining to me and always say oh i don't know what is the i don't know for sure what is the voice of god i don't know i can hear god's voice very well i don't know i am always hesitating and then i say wow you're supposed to know what god is telling yeah. you that is the normal it's not the new normal or the old normal this yeah. is the normal and when, the when someone says that it's just to me and i'm not accusing them of anything but it just to me when i hear someone say that and i have as you do as well you're just not reading your bible enough yeah yeah maybe too but but yeah. but they always think in their mind and yeah that's true that's but but they also they don't they always let themselves get confused in their thoughts you know yeah. They allow it, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. we do. We do hear other voices. It's not only God. You know, there's the angel mm -hmm. on the one shoulder and the devil on the other, right? You know, and uh, but when you, it, it, it's like if you wanted to to find out what counterfeit money is, you don't study the counterfeit. You study the actual money, and then by studying the actual money, you can see the counterfeit. And it's the same thing with the with the scriptures. When you know what God actually says and you get it into you, you know if it's his voice or not, because he isn't going to contradict his scriptures. Yeah, absolutely, yep. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, and, and yeah, especially because it was made in um, the year 82, this all was special, mm -hmm. um, because, you know, this was the creepiest TV series for us as kids. That was But yet you watched it. I'm sorry, but everyone watched it. It was a popular show, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. And I've actually also heard that somebody was, yeah. I don't know the whole story of that, but I heard of a guy who was actually being um, indoctrinated by the wrong kind of people with this series, and he apparently fulfilled assignments while the series was playing in the Netherlands and he turned out to become um, psychotic because of it. Well, that speaks to my MK Ultra. Uh -huh. Yeah. Yeah. And I would love to find out what really was done with it. You know, mm -hmm. we can only guess at this moment. Uh, well, it's not, not really guessing anymore. We no, it's not. Strong passions. Really strong. The passions. evidence is there now and, and we see it all. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, it, it, but they're still going after our children. Uh, mm -hmm. Their minds, they're going, by the way, they're going after the adult minds as well. But they're still going after children. Um, it's become more and more. It was subtle when we were younger. I assume we're kind of all around the same vintage. I'm probably a little bit older than everyone here, but you know we're in the same genre <laughs> of uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. same. You know, I grew up in the '80s as well. 
you know, um, and there was, there's so much fantasy at the time and everything was fantasy. Uh, there was, you know, all the, the Star Trek shows, Buck Rogers and, you know, all these different things. And then you had the, the broken community ones, like the shows you're talking about. And, and, you know, we've, we've good news is we got our eyes open. And one thing I got to say, because I read the entire blog, I read it more than once, Marion, uh, you did such an excellent job on this blog. Mm-hmm. I want to encourage everyone to go read this blog because Marion, she's a gifted writer. She's a gifted storyteller. And the things, and I know Marilyne uh, contributed to this as well, and so did Jesse, but it, it reads so well. You're not going to get the full picture here because you have to see the craftsmanship in the writing. And you can get that from the website. Is, is, it, is it live on the website now? Is it not? Yeah, if you go to um, illuminatethedarkness.com, it's the first blog that is right there. It's called Disney Fairy Tale or Bitter Dutch Reality. Mm. Mm-hmm. So well done. <laughs> and so a lot of good things gonna happen this year. Marilyn, what are the plans for this year? What what do you see coming in, in your spirit, in your prayers? What do you feel is on the horizon? Um, um I feel that is uh, that this goes on. And this won't stop. I mean, um, we are on a road that cannot be turned around again. Mm-hmm. And I really, I'm very positive. I really believe that uh, that God is building his kingdom. And that he, he is already uh, working in the hearts of people. And we don't see it yet. But uh, when this whole, uh, yeah, this, this whole layer of lies uh, is broken down piece by piece, then people will be open to God's spirit. And then these things that God has done in their hearts will come out, I guess, will will be touched and will come out. And uh, so I think we're on a winning path, actually. So, but that's me. Amen. (laughs) I I think, and I've said on this broadcast a number of times, I think we're coming into a really great season of harvest. Yeah, the seeds have already been planted. Yes. So what 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 do you see, Marianne, for for twenty twenty one and beyond? What where where do you see us going, and what's God telling you in your prayer life? Um, well, I I am positive, but on the other hand, I believe that people will be in for a shock. At least if I talk about my own environment, you know, our country, the Netherlands. Um, Yesterday, we saw something in the news that was really very different from everything that we've seen before, because literally the entire mainstream media jumped on top of the royal couple of our country, the king and the queen, and they really destroyed them totally murder on their characters and what did they say about them they said that there had been a survey among the dutch and according to the outcome it said that not 
the 76% of the people that used to believe in the king was the right rate anymore, it was only 40% left who were positive about the king as an institution, as a person mm -hmm. for his behavior in every way. And unlike, you know, it is a nasty campaign because um, not only the Republicans in our country, which is a different name, um, has a different meaning in the Netherlands. Republicans in the Netherlands means that um, you really want a republic instead of a kingdom. Mm. So those Republicans I'm talking about, of course, they want the king gone, of course. But there are also um, people who are really, yeah, you know, they know what is going on in the world. They know that conspiracy theories are not theories, but they are They're actually real. conspiracies. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. And 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 those among those people, I'm seeing a tendency, and I am worried about that because they have not got all the discernment that they should have in order to see that the king is not the same thing as the royal family with all the evil, cannibalistic, child murderers that everybody talks about. You know, this is what people who believe in conspiracy theories um, are talking about. Uh, so they cannot separate the person of the king from that image. And I am not saying that he is not part of the um, Luciferian Brotherhood, because we know things. Of course we know. We're not stupid. But I believe that he needs prayer. That's mm -hmm. all I can say. I, I believe that he desperately needs prayer, not in a general way, but in a very personal way, because he at this moment is in dire straits, not because some news medium is telling us that he is not so popular anymore. No, no, they want him gone. And I... Um, I'm continually fascinated with your connection with the royal family. God has put you specially in that part, Marion. It's just, you know, you're yeah, really connected to it in the spirit. So, Jesse, I want to go to you as well. It's 2021. What's God saying to you? Yeah, I'm, I'm holding out for that harvest. You know, the Lord's promised he's going to bring the captives out and set them free. So I'm holding out for every last one of them. Yeah. So <clears throat> I, I think it's going to get interesting. You know, there's some older scriptures in the Old Testament that, you know, talk about the last days and, you know, say things like even, you know, that the land will tire of the wickedness, that the land will tire of the blood crying out and that, you know, the land will spew forth the wickedness. And, and it's, it has this idea of literally upheaving and bringing things up to the surface. And, um, you know, I mean, we have people in our government who are kind of going after these individuals. You know, they're going through the tunnels and things like that. But I think God's going to do something even bigger. You know, 
Yes. That those things are just literally going to be brought to the surface where no man can deny what is happening. And they're going to know that it's the work of God, that the Lord himself is bringing it forward Mm -hmm. to be judged. And that's why I maintain all hope is going to look like it's gone Mm. before things really turn around in the public eye. It's going to be all hope is gone. And I've been saying, Jesse, I've said it many times on this program, I've been feeling that we're paralleling the exodus right now. So, and and the word that I got, you know, just earlier is a red line. And a red line is, you know, typically if you're taking an airplane off of a runway or something like that, there's a point of no return. And I feel we've crossed that point of no return. But the red line is the Red Sea. And, you know, we're being chased. We're we're getting out of there. We're breaking the chains of slavery. And that's where God steps in. And the Red Sea, you walk across on dry ground. The wealth of the wicked is is up for grabs for the righteous. All this stuff is going to happen. And I believe... Then we, so I don't, I'm not one of these guys that says we're in the tribulation yet. I think we're close. We're not there yet. But I think the book of Acts, the first church, is going to be real again. The power that those apostles walked with, the connection they walked with with God, is going to be ours. It's going to be available to us. How is your faith? How is your faith? Let 2021 be defined by your faith. Your faith might be different than mine. I hope you'll join our side because we win. (laughs) We win. Well, Mary and Marilyn, it's been great having you on the program today. Again, I want to encourage everybody to go to this blog. Go to Illuminate the Darkness. Read the blog. Hey, it's free. It's great. You free your mind. It's a great story. Great way to spend it. Marion, you're a gifted writer. Thank you again for being on it. And I want to wish you the best for 2021. And you, Marion, as well. Am I getting better at saying that? Yeah. It's <laughs> just like... <laughs> Your line. <laughs> I like and, how you emphasize it, Jeff. <laughs> and Jesse, yeah, happy, <laughs> happy New Year to you. Many it's blessings come year. your way. And I want to thank you, the listening audience, for being a part of this. And I want to wish you a great and prosperous 2021 Come back and see us. Jesse and I are going to have some really special programs. We're going to have some great announcements. And it isn't always going to be dealing with the cabal stuff, although we got to cover some news. We're, we're writing, you know, coming up in the Super Bowl of this stuff. But we want to start giving you the tools to get ahead, advanced tools, tools that will actually benefit your life and generations beyond you. So your kids, your grandkids, and their kids too, at least three generations deep. That is our goal because that is the mandate from God. So thank you for listening. Have yourself a great new year. 
We'll see you on the next episode. So remember, love your God, love your family, love your neighbor, and make a difference in your community. Amen. Right on, right on, right on. Right on radio. Right on radio.